many people ask, what is a syntropic enterprise? And it's hard to explain because there isn't a something that you can point to and say, this is a syntropic enterprise, as we're building new models, new maps, and new mindsets for a world with a future. Choosing rather than to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic, our current systems and structures, we're building new ones that make the existing obsolete. In Centropic World, we speak about learning to surf by riding the wave, which is kind of like learning to ride a bike by riding a bike versus reading the manual. Hopefully in this edition of Sunday Centropy, I'll give you a taste of some of the really critical elements of a Centropic enterprise, which you can begin to apply to your own work and to your life almost immediately. Hello, it's Christine McDougall, and this is Sunday Centropy for April 17th, 2022. The basics of a centropic enterprise. If you have not yet downloaded the ebook, How to Start a Centropic Enterprise, made with the contribution of many of the Centropic Blue Community of Practice members, then please do so, as in this article I will be referencing many of the ideas expressed in this ebook. Ideas are in abundance. We can have ideas ranging from making a peanut butter sandwich to building an education platform and community that completely redefines how humans do any form of engagement and coordination. Whatever the idea, it needs to trigger an action. Otherwise, it remains ephemeral. To bring an idea to life, we need a combination of elements that might include people, things, resources, knowledge, technology, community, capability, capacity, and physical matter. In Centropic World, these are the key elements required to commence a Centropic enterprise or animate an idea. Part 1. Purpose plus why plus evidence. We need to know the purpose, the why. We need to tell ourselves the truth about the purpose. If I am making a peanut butter sandwich, am I doing it because I am hungry and this will satiate my hunger? Or am I responding from greed and desire or to assuage my emotional state? Is it from boredom? If I am building a global education and community platform that completely redefines any form of human engagement and coordination, am I doing this because I care about humans surviving? Is it about ensuring all human dignity and respect, where our multi-dimensional values are honoured? Is it because we cannot keep doing the same thing and expect a different result? A question we can ask to check in with the truth and integrity of our why is, how will I know that my work is creating the difference I seek? What will be the clear evidence of this? How will I know my peanut butter sandwich has done what I wanted? I might feel satisfied, nourished, content. I might momentarily find an interruption to boredom. How will I know the global education and community platform has been a success? I will see a world where there is zero exploitation, zero extraction to extinction, and zero colonization of Earth and all her creatures. A milestone towards this evidence might be that we achieve a tipping point of the number of syntropic enterprises, where those who apply the principles of syntropy demonstrate thriving in all domains. 
Perhaps the number of centropic enterprises we need is not a huge number, rather a number that tips the scales towards transformational change and accelerated acceleration of centropic enterprises as the normal way of doing business. Estimates for this would live between 10 and 15% of all enterprises. Specificity of this why and how will I know question is critical. It cannot be ephemeral or vague. It needs to be grounded and clear. As a side note, we can apply these same questions to our own self, our being and remembering. What is my purpose? How will I know I have lived my purpose specifically? What will be evident because of my lived purpose? Note, a purpose on its own is not enough. We need the source idea that animates us towards the purpose. When we have these two elements, we create a vector of movement, a force of direction and action. Without this directionality, we will waft around with an untethered purpose. Part two, the source idea and its pattern integrity. A purpose needs an idea to birth it. Every purpose might have infinite options to bring it to life. Our unique combination of skills, background, knowledge, experience, perspective, shadow, and access means that when an idea seizes us to act, we have the ability and capacity to steward it to life. Certainly not on day one, as every steward leader grows into their capacity and capability, learning through emergence. Every idea at the moment of arrival has its own pattern integrity, a set of particularities and values that are integral to the idea. Our idea to make a peanut butter sandwich has at the moment of its arrival the pattern integrity of that particular idea. The pattern integrity might be to fuel hunger and do it by eating something that feels appropriate in the moment. Or it could be to take pleasure in the taste of peanut butter as a response to boredom. The pattern integrity of the idea of centropic world has several components, some already mentioned. Zero exploitation, zero extraction to extinction, zero colonization. Integrity in everything. Application of the laws of universe and nature to all that we are doing. Building models having the models guide future emergence and adaptation. If you want to determine the pattern integrity of your source idea, then go back to the very moment the idea arrived for you. Remember the moment and the feelings, textures and elements. Perhaps the shape, the sense of it. It has its own identity and expression, even though it doesn't yet have a form. Too often we get caught in the glamour of the idea and drive it into a form or shape that we want, ignoring completely the form the idea with its pattern integrity needs to be. This misinformed driving action is taken from the textbook of imperial colonization. We want to dominate the idea we have been gifted to steward. This is a business as usual practice and might even include a business plan and a timeline. Drive, drive, drive. This is a very entropic expression of the idea and the antithesis of a centropic enterprise. Our role as steward leader is to be the guardian of the pattern integrity of the source idea, never allowing it to be violated, no matter what form the idea is expressed in. 
Sometimes the source idea takes its time to arrive. Kairos time. We are invited to be patient, to keep building our toolkit and metaphysical know-how, to prepare ourselves as steward leaders to be the person or people who can steward the source idea to life. In the meantime, smaller ideas will seize us, ideas that might appear random and divergent to our purpose. Everything we do will contribute to becoming the steward leader needed to steward a large source idea to life. Part 3. The Trust Manifesto So easily forgotten and stepped over in our drive and haste, the foundational agreements we make in advance with those who are actively participating in the creation of our purpose through the manifestation of the source idea are critical to the success of any centropic enterprise. These agreements are the trust manifesto that allow the source idea to be stewarded, its pattern integrity to be honoured and the evolutionary purpose to continue to lead. At the individual level, we might clarify our personal trust manifesto. What are the agreements and commitments we make with ourselves? These agreements and commitments include, do we commit to clean communication? Do we commit to act in integrity? How do we ensure we do not become arrogant if we achieve success, power, and status? Do we have a personal integrity council? As a team of people, how do we behave towards each other? How do we manage disagreements? Who takes responsibility? What is the level of transparency of operations? What is the level of risk? How do we account for value contributed in multiple domains? How do we make decisions? Read the Trust Manifesto for Centropic World by accessing it in the show notes. You are welcome to use this Trust Manifesto as a template for your own enterprise. Too many times have I seen great people convene around a source idea without the equivalent of a Trust Manifesto and have the enterprise fall into a messy human heap. Partnership breakdowns, enterprise stagnation, and energy spent on cleaning up human relational mess rather than creating the thing we came together to create. Part 4. The Next Step Syntropic practice is emergent. It doesn't live in a linear timeline or a sequence of goals. One of the best ways of describing this is through the poetry of David White. Start close in. Don't take the second step or the third. Start with the first thing. Close in. The step you don't want to take. Start with the ground you know, the pale ground beneath your feet, your own way to begin the conversation. Start with your own question. Give up on other people's questions. Don't let them smother something simple. To hear another's voice, follow your own voice. Wait until that voice becomes an intimate private ear that can really listen to another. Start right now. Take a small step. You can call your own. Don't follow someone else's heroics. Be humble and focused. Start close in. Don't mistake that other for your own. Start close in. Don't take the second step or the third. Start with the first thing. Close in. The step 
you don't want to take. Too often we are focused on the third or tenth or hundredth step, or the final step, which can bury us in overwhelm and a sense of impossibility. It is only the next step that we need to take. Once taken, this step changes the field, as the field has also changed. We cannot know the second step because it will not reveal itself clearly until we are standing at the end of the first step. In our rush, haste or panic, or indeed in our imposing our wants and desires of a timeline onto the idea, we ignore all of the vast communication that comes from the field. We cease to pay attention. The steward of the source idea needs to remain in deep communion with the idea itself. What does it need now? What will be the natural next step? We do not need to know how to achieve the next step. Once we know what the step is, we then need to trust the field in provisioning the next step. This provisioning is often counterintuitive. It may or may not arrive from an obvious place in an obvious way. Our role as the steward is to hold the space for the provisioning to become evident, to look to places we have discounted, to make daring asks. When we are the steward of an idea far bigger and more significant than us, a daring ask is easy. This idea and purpose matter more than what you think of me. We can and will ask for anything. When the ask is for a clear purpose, maintains the patent integrity of the source idea, and is a response to what the idea needs to bring it to life as the next step, the field will provision. We cannot guess the timeline, or from whom, how, or even what the provisioning might be. We can trust it will happen. We take the next step, and then we repeat. These four elements are the critical keys of a centropic enterprise. Within the dynamic of these four elements, we can bring to life the form the source idea needs. The moment we get attached to driving a particular form, then we have reverted back to that dominating colonial impulse, the very energetic impulse that has us as humanity exactly where we are on the threshold of extinction. In building a centropic enterprise, we get to demonstrate how nature creates, emergent, in deep communion, honouring all values, trusting the wisdom of the field, holding the shape for integrity in all things, and refusing to design around exploitation, extraction to extinction, and colonisation. In this process, earth, creatures, and we the people can live centropically in a world with a future. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is... Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is... Good morning, this is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is... Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, 
my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi, my name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. Um, so my question is... Hi, I'm Rochelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia. My question is... Hi, Eth, this is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada, and my question is... And that completes my question. And that completes my question.